106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. We have the President of the United States talking about Atlanta street gossip. They say there's a young woman, uh, a young racist in Atlanta. And they say, I guess they say, she was after a certain gang and she ended up having an affair with the head of the gang or a gang member. That is the President of the United States talking about how a DA slept with Big Nut. And the same DA that's trying to indict YSL. Someone got Trump tapping the Atlanta streets. What do y'all think about Trump exposing the DA of Atlanta? So is it illegal to have an American flag on your car now? A kid was just pulled out of school for having an American flag on his truck. And this happened at a Virginia high school and the school said he could not fly his American flags from the pickup truck to school and leave it in the parking lot. This is a direct violation of the First Amendment right. This is a public school and his family is very, very supportive of him. And they told the school that they would homeschool their son unless he was allowed to display his flags on the truck. The school is claiming that these flags are distracting. Also, these flags are normal sized and they're on his truck bed on flagpoles. He got his parking pass revoked this week after not complying with the school and showing up still with the flags on his truck. Something about the school banning American flags from a pickup truck feels so wrong. Wanna know what I think is distracting? Is having BLM and pride flags inside classrooms and teaching children Marxism. This is what absurd public school teaching looks like. If you go to McDonald's, Anywhere in the world, you will find french fries, and you will find that they're always made from the same potato, the russet Burbank potato. This is a potato from America that's unusually long and difficult to grow, but that's what they want, because when you're McDonald's, you like those red boxes with a little bouquet of very long chips. It looks really good, and so they insist that they have no blemishes at all. There's a very common defect of, of russet Burbank potatoes called net necrosis. And you've seen potatoes with a little brown line sometimes. Well, McDonald's won't buy them. And the only way to eliminate that is to eliminate an aphid. And the only way to do that is with a pesticide called Monitor that is so toxic that the farmers who grow these potatoes in Idaho won't venture outside into their fields for five days after they spray. And then when they harvest their potatoes, they, they have to put them in these atmosphere-controlled sheds the size of a football stadium because they're not edible for six weeks. They have to off-gas all the chemicals in them. But I think when we look back on this time, it will be stunning to historians how far we let it go down. I mean. There was a time when people would graduate high school knowing like Greek and Latin. Oh yeah, you had, you had, you had to have it to get, get into I'm, college. I mean, they wouldn't, even when I went, when we went, you couldn't get out, they wouldn't give you the diploma to get out of high school unless you knew some shit, like basic shit in life. Like you had to have passed math and you know English and science and, and I feel like when I talk to younger people, I th they don't know anything. Well, like, I, certainly I, not history. I, I cannot uh, speak on that because there were 325 kids in my graduating class in Seymour High School. Seymour? And I graduated 286. Well, hi there. Are you feeling a little stressed out like you haven't had a real summer vacation? Oh, I'm, just, I'm just so stressed out. Do you need a place to go to just let loose and have some fun? I need a place to get away and, and have some fun. Well, do I have the place for you? You need to head on down to 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, the People's House. 
Let me tell you, this place knows how to have a good time. Whether you're looking for a little nose candy, bump, snow, sneeze, dust, white rock, you know what I mean. We've got it right here at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. But that's not all. Maybe you like to let it all hang out. <laughs> you could do that here too. Are we topless at the White House? Are we topless at the White House? Like I said, this place knows how to have a good time. Who knows, you might even get a selfie with Sniff and Joe. So fly or drive or ride your bike to save the environment, but get here for a party that you'll never forget. Good evening, this is Lou Benninger, and you're listening to episode 234 of No Hostages Radio, and this is going to appear on September 23, 2023. Happy to be with you tonight. I'm doing the recording part of this at night when it's nice and cool out here in Yuba County, Northern California, and I've got the windows open, so once in a while you may hear a little background noise, but I don't think it'll overpower or distract from you. So uh, you can reach me at 530-713-1838. That's 530-713-1838. You can, uh, if you use Facebook, you can go to Live with Lou, and you could message me over there, Live, L-I-V-E, with Lou. And uh, you can also send an email to Lou, L-O-U, at NoHostagesRadio.com. So that's based off a website, NoHostagesRadio.com, where we post both articles and uh, recordings that I do, podcasts that I do. So you're welcome to dip in wherever. We also do a live show on KMYC 1410 AM out here in Northern California. It doesn't have a big reach, but you could actually listen to it on the Internet. Uh, we start at 10 in the morning, left coast time, and end at 1 in the afternoon. So you could go to live365.com and then put in the call letters KMYC. And if it's at the right time of the day, for me, 10 to 1 on Saturday, you'll you'll hear me live on your devices. Or they say that if you go to uh, nohostagesradio.com, you could press on, press on the listen live icon and you can also do the same thing over there. So just some some other things going on, just in case you wanted to do something, not pushing you to do anything. Um, okay. Well, I just left a Freedom Co. meeting, Freedom Coalition, uh, which operates in the Yuba-Sutter counties. There's various chapters in Northern California started during COVID to preserve our freedom. And we had a great meeting tonight. And... Uh, trying to recruit and empower activists to run our government because the founding fathers never intended to have professionals run our government. 
And uh, so you can go to that website. It's kind of designed like a, a, uh, a weekly magazine. There's fresh uh, articles and videos on there throughout the week, freedomco.net, about all the kind of topics that you're concerned about right now. So, um, okay, I wanted to mention something that came across, is coming across as a warning and uh, I'm just going to share it with you. You can find it on some of the platforms like Telegram, and I don't know whether it would be on something, maybe BitChute or uh, Gab. Uh, I mean, sorry, Rumble. I'm, it is not on places like YouTube, unfortunately, but uh, be thankful for where it is, right? So I'm just going to read this. This is an alert. It says October 4th and October 11th, at 2.22 p.m. Eastern Time, the emergency broadcast system via FEMA or for FEMA will send a high-frequency signal, 5G type, to smartphones, 5G devices, radios, and TVs to activate graphene oxide and other nanoparticles residing in individuals. The way to avoid this is to shut off all your devices from 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern Time to protect yourself. In other words, the, the signal or the wave that's going to come through with the noise is going to monkey with if you took the jab or if you've taken other tests like to stick up the nose or you've taken other vaccines that have these particles in them, they're going to be activated by the strong signal. This frequency can affect us physically, mentally, and emotionally. You may have, may have heard of the Marburg zombie virus. That's really not a virus in the sense of the word of uh, something that gets into your system uh, that was existent in nature or something like that. It's actually the playing of 5G upon graphene oxide and nanoparticles in your body. There's various ways to protect yourself. Uh, I just uh, recently asked PG&E, that's our local utility company in Northern California, to um, remove my uh, meter system that is a, a, a Wi-Fi or a, a what I call Bluetooth tooth meter system and go back to the reading the meter because it sets off waves through the house. I'm trying to eliminate the electro magnetic fields blasting me eliminate some of them anyway so you can have you i don't know that you know that but you can have pg e remove your what they call your smart meter and uh it costs i think 70 or 75 dollars fee to come out and remove it then 10 dollars a month for 36 months and then after that pg e just absorbs the cost so i'm also going to look at a website called greenwavefilters.com for protecting your home from uh, waves of uh, sound that you can't hear, uh, techno waves of technology that can monkey with your health. I'm trying to like take it easy on myself. Uh, okay, I'm just looking through some of the hot spots we talked about tonight. Uh, I also wanted to mention that. Uh, in California, there is a petition to place voter ID law on the ballot. 
And that would mean that voters would have to verify through voter ID before they could vote as they come to vote. Proper view of citizenship and eligibility when individuals initially register to vote for the first time would have to happen. And accurate maintenance of voter rolls going forward to remove people who die and who move out of state has to happen. Pretty simple reforms, but they need you to sign the petition. If you're, you need to be a California voter. If you're a California voter, you can either go to the front of the website and, of freedomco.net and click on the uh, petition for voter ID law, or you could go to reformcalifornia.org, reformcalifornia.org, and watch for uh, signing the voter ID petition. Now, I did it online. You don't have to download it. You don't have to print it out. You don't have to hand sign it. You can simply uh, type in your name, your name and your address and your, uh, let's see, name, address, something else. Very simple, basic ID information, and then press send, and uh, it's done. You've signed their petition. Also, if you're a resident of rural Sutter County, outside the city of Yuba City and outside the city of Live Oak. Uh, we need you to sign petitions to put an initiative on the ballot to fund Sutter Fire Department. What we're doing is repealing and renewing a, a fire uh, parcel tax that has been on the books since about 1997, I think. But we're just making it more... Uh, Effective, In other words, all parcels will be affected by it, and it will have an escalator clause in it as time goes on. The, the amount of tax will go up to pay for the three fire stations. So if you can help uh, sign or you can help distribute signatures, uh, we, need, we need people uh, to do that, both. We need both individually and both. So uh, I'm going to give you a name and a phone number to call to get position, uh, petitions. The name is Liz Cervantes. And the phone number is 530. Now I can't remember the name. The, uh, the uh, phone number. Hold on here. Let me just pull it up really quick. I've drawn a blank on the full phone number. All right. Five three zero six three two six one nine five. Five three zero six three two six one nine five. You can text that as well. It gives your name, your address, and tell you'd like to help pass uh, get the uh, initiative signed. Get the it just puts it on the ballot. The ballot then uh, will take will need fifty percent plus one person to pass it. And then it will go on uh, the tax rolls. Very simple. The other one that you can do, people ask me all the time, Lou, you're really busy doing all these things. I don't know what I can do. I'm telling you what you can do. And I know you're listening, some of you from other states, so this doesn't apply to you. But similar actions may be going on in your county, in your city, in your state. And many times we just pass on it, and it just takes a minute or two to fill out something online. Or a minute or two or to sign a petition or even call our neighbors and get our neighbors involved. So the final petition is very, very important. And, and anybody in the state of California uh, 
I think you have to be a, a, ta- uh, a registered voter. This is to repeal the death tax. In 2020, a proposition was put on the ballot called Proposition 19. It was said that they were going to change a few things about the propositions that protected our property taxes and take that money and help elderly people, help counties, and help fight wildfires. That was very deceptive and, in fact, a lie. So what happened was 51.11%, of the vote, that's just fit, just above 50%, a squeaker, voted to approve Prop 19. No one had any idea the impact it was going to have. I'll tell you what the impact was. Prop 19 and a couple other propositions after that protected people's property from being egregiously taxed. And one of those amazing taxes was when people died after they paid taxes on all their properties and all the improvements on all their properties over and over and over again for the many decades they owned their property. At the end of their life, there was an egregious tax called the death tax. And Prop 13 and other propositions that came along after it rejected that, and it made it uh, possible for when a person would like to give his property to his children or her, or if grandparents didn't have children but they had grandchildren, they could give their uh, properties, their buildings, their lands to their grandchildren or to their children without having the properties to be reappraised, reassessed, and, and retaxed at a higher rate. What that did was the inheritors of that property, grandchildren and children, in many cases did not have the funds to pay those high taxes that uh, were now reassessed on the piece of property, escalated, and so they literally had to sell the property to get enough taxes, money, enough funds for the taxes to pay the treasury of the county. Prop 19 reinstituted that punishment that that people would be taxed giving away their inheritance. That's just simply criminal. It's communist. And anybody that voted for it or in, in, endorsed it is a communist. James Gallagher, who is for years... Uh, touted being a Republican is in, is the Republican whip in the assembly endorsed Prop 19. Your local supervisors in Yuba and Sutter counties endorsed Prop 19. They are not your friend. I don't care whether you coach with them, you went to dinner with them once a week, you did this, you did that, you married their sister. I don't care what you did. Uh, these people are communists. And uh, they did everybody wrong. Every year, hundreds of millions of dollars are being stolen from parents and grandparents uh, and their kids when they try to transfer property from themselves to their kids. So Howard Jarvis Taxpayers Association, who worked for decades to get these kind of protections for taxes, were undermined by the sleight of hand by the government. So now they have uh, 
uh, a petition they want to put on the ballot, a repeal of Prop 19, and that is called repealthedeathtax.com. Repealthedeathtax.com. So the way you can go on there, and they explain it in high detail how to sign. You can sign at home. What you do is download it on your computer. You print it out. You sign it. And they give you the address and everything on how to mail it, et cetera, et cetera. Now, if you say, well, I have a computer, but I don't have a printer, et cetera, et cetera, you got some issues. There's a phone number on that page, repealthedeathtax.com, that you can call, and they will actually mail you a petition, the actual petition. No problem. I just talked to them today. So you can also, uh, if you look up the phone number for HJTA.org or Howard Jarvis Taxpayers Association, you could call over there and um, they will send you a, uh, for instance, you may not even have a computer, but you're listening to this on the the radio uh, or on some device that you have. And, uh, And we'll talk about this on the live radio show. But you could call over there, and, and I talked to them today. They're going to send me a bunch of petitions because we're going to have a, have a big church sign up to repeal the death tax. This, uh, this is going to apply to every person alive in the state of California. It's going, to, it's going to affect every person in the state of California. In other words, the repeal. It's going to put money, millions and millions of dollars each year in your pockets, families. And we have our own uh, supposed... He portrays himself as a conservative, not so conservative. He is what they call Democrat light. So, uh, okay, those are some of the the things you can do. Sutter County Fire Petitions, Howard Jarvis Repeal and and Death Tax Petition, uh, the petition to place voter ID law on the ballot. If you get confused somehow, just text me at 530-713-1838. One of my favorite um, founding fathers, Benjamin Rush, said in 1788, Where there is no law, there is no liberty, and nothing deserves the name of law, but that which is certain and universal in its operation upon all the members of the community. In other words, what Benjamin was saying is we do not have room in this society for a two-tiered justice system. We do not have room for a, a, a certain type of justice for Biden, for Bush, for Clinton and Obama and something else for the rest of us. We do not have room for that. And he says where there is no law, he's talking about real law, true law, not not two tiered law. In other words, where the, the lady justice is blind. She just judges the case no matter who is involved, he says where there is no law. There is no liberty. We do not have law in this country any longer. Marysville, the city of Marysville, is lawless. Yuba County is lawless. Sutter County is lawless. People's property is being damaged. People's property is being stolen. People are being assaulted and getting away with it. People are getting stolen from. Uh, there's all kinds of te- technological theft going on. Money's being stolen through the computers. Nothing is, is helping. Nothing, the, the uh, people are vandalizing properties. Private property is not protected any longer. So uh, this is my favorite slogan right now. Where there is no law, there is no liberty. Liberty, remember, the home of the brave. 
liberty, freedom, the home of the brave. That's gone, baby. We're under new management. And uh, there, nothing deserves the name of law. Many times they say, I remember on Southwest Airlines, and, they, and the pilot said, there's a law in the state of California and in Nevada that you have to wear a mask. First of all, he was very, he was simply very ignorant or a liar. I was neither, and I didn't have a mask on. But they were trying to force me to wear a mask on the airplane, which was total baloney. That, that is lawlessness by people in power. It's called tyranny. So uh, anyway, we're coming to the end of our uh, first segment of 20 minutes. If you're new to us, we're going to do... Uh, we're going to do, uh, let's see, five or six segments. Can't remember which six segment, I think. I got a meme here. It says, we lied about everything last time, but this time you can trust the science. And it has Bill Murray pointing at me. We lied about everything last time. This is like perfect for Gavin Newsom. Uh, it says, black widow spider found in container of grapes. Another reason to not be vegan. You never find spiders in a pack of bacon. We'll be right back and we'll start another segment. I picked up my bags and went looking for a place to hide. When I saw old Carmen and the devil walking side by side. Some good news out of batshit bonkers Britain, although I'm on the Isle of Man right now, which does not belong to Britain. But anyway, cash. So cash, for the first time in a decade, cash use has gone up. And it hasn't just gone up by a little bit. It's gone up by 7%, which is actually massive and hugely bucks the trend. And it's the trend of this thing that really matters. So for the longest time, over a decade, cash has been on a massive downward trajectory. And you will know that the plan is to get rid of cash, to digitalise everything. And in fact, a bank called, I think, Macquarie in Australia has just come out and said by November 2024, no more cash, no paying in, no checks, no nothing, all digital. But because of glorious people in the UK, and I would like to say a huge well done to anybody involved in campaigns to keep our cash or keep our cash campaign, whatever, you are being glorious. So a 7% uptick, if you look at the graph, it's sizable, it's substantial. Mainstream media are trying to explain this away. They are saying, well, it's due to the cost of living crisis and people find it easier to budget if they have cash which begs the question, well, why are you getting rid of it then if it helps people budget? But they do not want to acknowledge that actually one of the reasons I believe that there is a shift and a dramatic shift in the trend is because of people like you, good people who are determined to use cash more, to stand up for cash so that it does help our elderly. So it gives people a reason to have conversations so that people have a form of currency they can use where you can't also be tracked, where someone one day can't just turn it off or take it away from you or control you by the use of your digital currency. So I choose to believe that this massive 7% uptake in the use of cash is down to you is down to the massive silent majority that want to keep cash and are beginning the fight back. And the one thing I say to everyone when they ask me, what can we do? Do more of what pisses people off. The people that are trying to control us, the way we fight back is we do more of it. You, they piss you off by trying to make you a bloody 
locust sucking person eat more damn meat they want you to travel less fly more and they want to take away your cash today if you can try and do one transaction that you would have done by card try and do it with cash we need to keep cash alive it's a great conversation point for our elderly it's a brilliant way of being able to live our lives outside of the control of the tyrannical state and i want you to look at that graph and the uptick and know that you guys are fighting back and that graph shows you that we are starting to win elections have been rigged for centuries because government is a form of slavery which is why what the founding fathers of these United States gave us is so revered. They drafted a form of government unlike any other in history, a revolutionary form of governance based upon the foundation that all men are created equal and independent, and that all are born with the inherent and inalienable right to the preservation of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. George Washington wrote, If men are to be precluded from offering their sentiments on a matter, which may involve the most serious and alarming consequences that can invite the consideration of mankind, reason is of no use to us. The freedom of speech may be taken away, and dumb and silent, we may be led, like sheep, to the slaughter. Benjamin Franklin wrote, Freedom of speech is a principal pillar of a free government. When this support is taken away, the constitution of a free society is dissolved, and tyranny is erected on its ruins. And this is where we are at today. Our First Amendment states that Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion, or prohibiting the free exercise thereof, or abridging the freedom of speech, or of the press, or the right of the people peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. And it has been stripped away from us by tyrants. News host Owen Schroyer is being charged with the crime of questioning the results of the 2020 presidential elections, the most blatant election fraud in U.S. history. And he did so peacefully, which is his God-given right under the U.S. Constitution. Schroyer isn't being charged with conspiracy, incitement, or any actual crime at all. He is being charged for exercising his freedom of speech. The sentencing document goes on for pages, quoting him for saying what Americans on both sides of the crippling two-party system have been saying for over a century. In short, that the government is tyrannical and criminal, which should be obvious to just about everyone at this point. And this is not a crime. It is the first line of defense against tyranny our freedom to call it out. The document mentions a simple misdemeanor that involves Schroyer being on Capitol grounds. This was a violation of a court order that resulted from a 2019 arrest when Schroyer stood and protested a House Judiciary Committee meeting. But this is not the crime he is being charged with. The 30-page sentencing document is nothing but hot air being blown by a legal team held on the leash by tyrants who occupy the halls of our government. What Schroyer is actually being charged with is best summarized on page 20, where it states, His statements and actions after January 6 illustrate his complete lack of remorse. To date, despite a number of opportunities he has taken to speak about the election and January 6, he has yet to sincerely demonstrate genuine remorse for his conduct. In other words, 
He won't shut up about the stolen 2020 election. This is his God-given right. But the criminals who have hijacked we the people's government are letting the rest of us know that those days are over and we are now their slaves to be experimented on, thrown in jail, and murdered. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. All right, here we go. All right. Wanted to mention a couple things here, people helping us. And one of them is Elite Universal Security. And I'm telling you, there never has been a time in California, at least where I live, uh, that we didn't need more security. I'm telling you, uh, we need lots of security from people like Elite Universal. And they've been located out here in Yuba County, but they operate all over Northern California. They started in Yuba County decades ago, and like any good business, they expanded. So uh, if you need them, or if you want to work for them, because they're short of workers right now, that's what they told me. Wherever you are and listening... In Northern California, you could get a job from them or they'll come and work for you in your whatever county you're operating in. They're all over the place. They're even up near the Oregon border. So if you call 530-749-0280, once again, 530-749-0280, you can hook up with them. If you have people stealing your stuff, stealing your fuel, vandalizing your property, getting into your business, stealing stealing your goods, uh, vandal, you know, damaging your services, uh, harassing your uh, customers, they can help you. They're all over town here where I am. They're right across the street right now, policing businesses. And uh, they're good people. Also, if you've got a gun and you want to learn how to use it or you need to get some kind of a special permit, uh, they can help you with that. They have a range where you could practice on where you can get really good. And uh, they will teach you how to properly handle a weapon. Elite Universal Security, 5548 Feather River Boulevard, 530-749-0280. Also wanted to mention Greenitz Construction. Dave Greenitz is the best. If you're looking for really fine remodeling, doing it well, they're honest, they're easy to work with. When they say they're coming, they're coming. And when they say they're leaving, they're leaving. And when they say they'll get it done by this time, they'll get it done by that time. And uh, this really easy to work with. Even when they're working in your house, they had to work, do some work over at my house, tear out a wall and stuff, and they just sucked all the dust out of the air. It didn't, you know how you get construction dust? It just They just sucked it out and blew it right out the window. And it was really cool. So they'll take care of your business. So uh, they'll take care of business for you. So you can reach out to them at two uh, sites. GreenitzConstruction.com. You can look at their work online, GreenitzConstruction.com, or Dave Greenitz Construction Facebook page. And that word Greenitz is spelled green like the color with E T Z on the end. You can also dial them up or text them old school 530 682 9602. 682 
All right, uh, I just saw, uh, th- this is so amazing. It's, it's a shame that people don't remember being lied to uh, blatantly over and over and over about uh, with politicians. And um, so this records it. It's inter- What I love about going on the internet and things is they record things and you can go back and read what people said. So 19 years ago, says, now the Pentagon, Pentagon tells Bush, President Bush, climate change is going to destroy us. What? These guys are supposed to be the brightest people in America. These guys are out to lunch. So under that, it says three bullets. It says, secret report warns of rioting and nuclear war. This is 19 years ago, people, just after 2000. Second bullet, Britain will be Siberia. In less than 20 years, Siberia, you know, frozen Siberia. Final bullet, threat to the world is greater than terrorism. So here's the the latest. Biden says climate change poses greater threat than nuclear war. Greater than nuclear war. You know, these people, are you, have you gotten to the point where you realize that they just say whatever? They just say stupid stuff. But people believe it, and and are that are uh, it it moves public opinion. The caption says here, "Dear America, why do you still listen to the liars?" I am, uh, you know, we are in deep trouble. Here's another meme. If you, this lady's got a mask on, a fabric mask. You know what I'm talking about? If you believe in the science of masks, but not at the science of life beginning at conception, then you do not believe in science. You believe in political ideology. I like that. That makes sense to you? I liked it. How about this one? I accept science from people who claim that a man can be a woman. Or no, no, no. She says, I don't accept science from people who claim that a man can be a woman. You catching the the drift here today? All right. Well, one of my friends picked up on the fact that I said I was drinking Vietnamese iced tea. And it's just either a green tea or a, a jade tea. And uh, so I like to drink iced tea, so I put a little lemon in it. So he was saying, well, what? how do you do it? What do you do to make that special drink? It's not special. It's special to me because I like it, but what it keeps me, uh, keeps my thirst down when I'm talking too much. All right. You've heard of 2030, right? 2030 is the United Nations ploy to take over the whole world and eliminate countries. And one, I'm just writing in the Territorial Dispatch, which is a weekly paper here in um, and Sutter County. You can look at it online at territorialdispatch.com and look at the articles. I had an article in this past week's paper. It's on the stands now, but the new paper comes out this Friday. I have also, I think, an article there. And in the article I just wrote, I referred to what's going on in Sutter County, which is an agricultural county, and they're, they're wanting to pull back services out in the rural area. Well, that's exactly what the United Nations 
2030 plan says is they want the forests and they want the farmlands rewilded to turn in just as wetlands and quit growing food for people. And then Bill Gates is going to feed you bugs he's he's raising. You might think that's a joke. Sadly, it's not. So uh, one of the guys from Epoch Times wrote this article exposing the government's secret plan to grab 30% of America's land. Already, uh, billionaires are buying up large tracts of land that were farmland, that is, that is farmland, and not growing a thing on it. And so uh, he writes, here in the United States, one of the major manifestations of Agenda 2030 is the Biden administration's corollary agenda, 30 times 30, or 30x30 a plan to put 30% of America's land into conservation by the year 2030. Um, this is happening, people. It, it, they're not calling it that. But, for instance, lately we were just shocked by the fact that Sutter County supervisors, whose main job is to provide the residents of Sutter County with law enforcement services and fire services, decided that there was no way that they don't even know how Sutter County fire thrived and survived all these years, but they're, they were not going to contribute to Sutter County fires budget and they were just going to let them come to pass. Well, it's possible. I mean, at one time, all of America didn't have a fire department. You know what I mean? And they decided people decided that they would rather have a fire department and have the services of a fire department because Back in the day when a fire would start, the average Joe was incompetent to knock out a fire and they didn't have the uh, high pressure ability to push out a lot of water. And so the whole town would burn down. The whole town would burn down like San Francisco earthquake. Caught, they caught fire and the, a lot of the town burnt down. So that's what they're doing right now. They're allowing forests to burn down. They're allowing these electrical attacks on places like Lahaina uh, and Hawaii and, and Placer, excuse me, Paradise. I just met a couple today out in the street here in front of my house. They moved down from Paradise, and they, they said, Lou, uh, the town will never be the same. All the trees are gone. Uh, it is devastated. Even though they're building back, many people are building back. It's just you drive around town, it's just it's a it's a war zone, right? After a fire goes through, it's a war zone. So uh, that's what the plan is: is is to push people, starve them out by supervisors. Just one little one little uh, one little decision after t- and and another decision. I mentioned tonight that um, you know millions of people have left California, and. Uh, They've gone all over the United States to flee things they don't like about California. But the interesting thing about the millions is another fact that's kind of hidden in the statistics. And that is, like in, in a big county, a bunch of people leave. They don't really hardly notice it. But if you're in a small populated county, like some of the counties in California, have 1,000, 1,500 square miles in them. And maybe they only have 15,000 people, 20,000 people. So where the greatest percentage of decline took place 
was in our was in not in small geographic small counties, but in our small population counties up in Northern California. That's exactly what the environmentalists wanted. They wanted people to leave California. There was they felt it was overpopulated, and they want people to leave the rural counties because they don't want anybody living in those rural counties. And that's what they did under the the spotted owl. You remember the spotted owl? That was an entire lie. They shut down the entire timber industry in California and Southern Oregon to preserve an owl, which was totally, it was not had, didn't have anything to do with science. And so all the businesses that supported the timber industry, whether it be a restaurant or a tire business or oil business or a mechanical business or clothing business, anything, any kind of business up there in that timber, they all went out, they all went broke. Just like when COVID came and they shut down, they, the government decided which businesses they wanted to get rid of. It wasn't just a temporary deal. They just wanted to push these people out of business. And uh, that's what they're doing. It, they're fulfilling the 2030 agenda. And now they're going to force people off the Sutter and Yuba County properties, and the government will come in and uh, make conservancies out of them. It's a ripoff, people. It's uh, it's to take our property from us. We have a right to own property in this country and own possessions, and the government is now our enemy. Don't think they aren't. They are. Just checking my time here, my timer. I didn't, forgot to set it, so I'm just watching my needle going across. All right. So, uh, Did you did you notice that when Black Lives Matter was allowed by the Democrats to catch buildings on fire, kill people, break in and steal property, steal uh, merchandise? None of them, hardly any of them, not some of them, but hardly anybody got arrested. Antifa, you remember them? They the closest city that got roughed up next to me would be Sacramento, California, the capital, and the city police just stood back. The police just told them, police chief just told them to let them do it. It's as if we owed it to them. Somehow, they call it a movement. You know, the FBI doesn't call Black Black Lives Matter and Antifa domestic terrorists. They call Parents going to school board meeting domestic terrorists, but they don't call Black Lives Matter and 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 uh, Antifa. You know what they call them? They call them movements. <laughs> have, have you ever had? Have you ever thought lately that the FBI has is not the not the old FBI? The FBI what it ain't what it used to be, baby. They are political. You remember the KJB with the communists? These guys got KJB all over. If you pulled off their patch on their shirt that says FBI, you'd see KGB on the other side. So what they did is they, since, remember George Floyd, the criminal, that they put a guy in jail, said that he killed him by pushing his head down. George was, George was loaded with almost every narcotic known to man. I I don't hate George Floyd. I work with people just like him. They're full of baloney. And uh, he, he did not deserve a statue, a painting, a mural. He did not deserve anything. 
He was like a thug. He's a thug. He's a guy you didn't want to run into at night. So when all the riots happen, you know, if somebody, if a black gets killed, Michael Brown, all those guys, uh, th- then everybody gets a right to go down and get a fifth of vodka and some new new Jordan ten- tennis shoes all on the taxpayer, right? Break as many plate glass windows as you out. Go down there, get yourself some condoms or whatever you need, some uh, new porno flicks, whatever you whatever you need. We, it's all on us, baby. We shot one of your people. <laughs> so anyway, the the government, they, there was a, a research done analyzing two major ways of BLM protests, those following the death of Michael Brown from 2014 to 2015, and those following the death of George Floyd from 2020 to 21. You know what happened? Lots less, there were a lot less police killings. You think, oh, well, there you have it. They were behaving themselves. No, they weren't. They just simply didn't engage with any criminals. They just thought, hey, let those dudes kill themselves, kill each other. Let them all them gangbangers just shoot it out. And we'll just go pick up the pieces afterwards. That's what that means. It wasn't like, oh, they changed you know, they, they here's some of the things that happened. A lot of police departments went out and got body cams. They didn't have body cams before, enough of them. So they got body cameras. They also set up new rules for police interaction with the public. And so a lot of police just said, well, we can solve this by just having no interaction with the public. And then when we got to go over and pick up a dead body or investigate it, we'll investigate it. But we're not going to mix it up with anybody and uh, take a stand on anything. And so you know what happened? Guess what happened? Well, the number of uh, killings were that were police killings, not police getting killed, but police killing somebody else, that went way down. You know what went way up? Guess what went way up? Murders. Murders weren't, weren't getting, getting dealt with. Nobody was getting arrested, so the guys just went on, and, the, and the, the action escalated, and they killed each other. Black on black crime, baby. It went way up. Property crime crime arrests fell by 12%. You know why it fell? It's not because it wasn't property cl- crime. The police weren't going to arrest them. And f- why, why, why risk my career over somebody's car getting stolen? Forget about it. Murders rose by 11.5%. Property crimes didn't really go down. They just didn't. Nobody was arrested. They said, why, why am I going to arrest? Why am I going to risk my life or my career? I'm trying to raise my kids, my spouse, get along with her, support her, da da da, da. And uh, I am not, I'm not going to risk this. Let these people steal each, let them sort it out themselves. Start the other thing that went way up is, uh, or way down is police morale. Check this out. Police morale suffered, leading to a 279% increase in voluntary resignations among police officers. Police officers said, ah, eh, I think I'll go be an electrician. I think I'll go drive truck, right? A lot less stressful. 279. So now places are down. I think uh, Oakland the other day said they were down like five, 600, 800 cops. They have positions, but they can't fill them. 
I was just listening. One of the local uh, law officials said they were down 36, 35, 36 positions. So that's because people make it impossible to do that job. All right, we're going to be right back and uh, do our third segment. Get an automatic raise, and I can't be fine. Must wait till age 57 till I can retire with an inflation adjusted pension that continuously keeps going higher. Oh, it's a damn shame. What the world's come to, they want us back in the office on Mondays too. Wish I could just wake up and it not be true, but it is. Oh, it is not living in the real world is a lot harder than you'd know. Sure, I got dental, but it's bad I go mental. Cause I had to fill out both of these forms. I also see price hikes on necessities. I had to purchase my rental in Ocean City. Please don't tell anyone. It's so embarrassing, the plight of real. Man, north of Richmond. Hey, we have to have cameras on for today's meeting. I just sit here wasting my whole life away Cause this verification code is taken all day How do you expect me to check my 401k? Plus my fudge round supplier no longer takes Apple Pay Oh, it's a damn shame what the world's come to It takes one person to do my job So we have to wish I could just wake up And it not be true, but it is Oh, it is not living in the real world is a lot harder than you'd know. Sure, I got health care, but I get an in-depth scare. Only weeks left to open and roll. New guy plays with his pen. He just sits there and snaps. How am I to get in on my 2 p.m. naps? They want us back now on Tuesdays. I just might collapse the plight Man, north of Richmond. And the word courage should be reserved to characterize the man or woman who leaves the infantile sanctuary of the mass mind. In the privacy of our minds, many of us disagree with the ideologies, political agendas, and government mandates of our day. Yet in public, we comply. We do what we are told, say what is politically correct and to justify our hypocrisy by telling ourselves that we are powerless to change society, and so we might as well blend in with the crowd. In this video, we explain why publicly conforming to what we privately disagree with makes us complicit in tyranny, and why each of us has far more power to influence society than we have been led to believe. In the 1950s, the social psychologist Solomon Ash conducted an experiment which demonstrated the degree to which individuals will reject what they think is true in order to conform to the majority. In the experiment, Ash showed a test subject two cards. On the first card was a single line, and on the second card were three lines, A, B, and C, with only line C being the same length as the line on the first card. Ash instructed the test subject to state which line on the second card was the same length as the line on the first card. However, before the test subject gave an answer, they witnessed seven confederates, or individuals who were in on the experiment, 
state that line B was the same length as the line on the first card. Rather than state the obvious truth, the test subjects gave the same wrong answer as the group 37% of the time, and of the 123 test subjects who took part in this experiment, two-thirds went along with the group at least once. Ash's experiment confirms what philosophers have been reiterating for thousands of years. For most human beings, conforming to what others say and do, no matter how objectively false or absurd, takes precedence over adapting to reality and discovering the truth. In reflecting on Ash's experiment, the psychologist Todd Rose explains, We care about being in the numerical majority even when we don't necessarily care about the group, and even when the group opinion is merely an illusion. Acting on instinct, in social situations our brains don't actually bother to make the distinction between appearance and reality. Even in the absence of intentional pressure or incentives, we like to go along with what we think is the consensus because, quite simply, we're biologically wired to do so. Our inclination to go along with what we think is the consensus makes us vulnerable to propaganda and easily manipulated. For one of the primary ways that governments, corporations, and global institutions influence public opinion and shape mass behavior is by manufacturing illusions of consensus. They harness the power of the mainstream media and social media for the express purpose of making it seem as if the majority supports certain agendas, ideologies, and mandates. Slanted narratives, biased reports, rhetoric that appeals to emotion, misleading fact-checks, outright lies, dubious opinion polls, and social bots are some of the weapons used in this subtle form of psychological warfare. Todd Rose heads an organization which investigates the misconceptions that people hold regarding what is the consensus on social and political issues, and as he explains, Name anything that truly matters to you, and I'll wager that you are flat out wrong about what the majority of people really think about at least half of them, and that's being generous. These illusions of consensus lead many of us to censor our real opinions and to comply with socially destructive agendas and ideologies. Todd Rose references a study conducted in July of 2020 which revealed that nearly two-thirds of Americans are not comfortable voicing their political opinions in public. But to make matters worse, when others see us conforming in public, they assume that we agree with what we are conforming to and this heightens their inclination to conform and opens the door for collective illusions to form and spread throughout society. Or as Todd Rose explains, Collective illusions are social lies. They occur in situations where a majority of individuals in a group privately reject a particular opinion, but they go along with it because they incorrectly assume that most other people accept it. The result is a pernicious, self-fulfilling prophecy. By making blind and ultimately false assumptions about the opinions of those around us and worrying that we are in the minority, we become more likely to perpetuate the very views we and others do not hold. Worse, because the very same people who disagree with the status quo are the ones enforcing it, it becomes all but impossible to dismantle the illusion. Collective illusions play a critical role in the rise and solidification of tyranny. To illustrate how this dynamic plays out, and how it can be stopped, we can turn to the allegory of the green grocer from Václav Havel's book, The Power of the Powerless. 
In communist Czechoslovakia, there was a man who sold fruit and vegetables in a corner store. Each morning he hung a government-endorsed sign in the window which read, Workers of the World, Unite. The green grocer did not believe in the message of the sign. To him it was nothing more than cliché propaganda. After decades of harsh political oppression, it was clear to him that the government's alleged concern for the workers of the world was an ideological front to conceal their thirst for power. Yet even though the green grocer knew that the sign was propaganda, each morning he hung the sign anyways, because that's what everyone else did. Government-endorsed signs hung in the window of every shop. They formed a part of what Václav Havel called the panorama of everyday life which helped to create and sustain the collective illusion that the majority supported the government. And it was this collective illusion of consensus, more than any other factor, which secured mass compliance. Or as Timothy Snyder explains in the introduction to The Power of the Powerless, the green grocer hangs his sign not because he receives an order, but because he sees that others do likewise. Others, in turn, follow his example. The system is totalitarian not because some individual has total power, but because power is shared in conditions of total irresponsibility. Or as Havel explained, Without the greengrocer's slogan, the office worker's slogan could not exist, and vice versa. By exhibiting their slogans, each compels the other to accept the rules of the game and to confirm thereby the power that requires the slogans in the first place. Quite simply, each helps the other to be obedient. In the totalitarian system, everyone in his or her own way is both a victim and a supporter of the system. One day, the greengrocer decided he was sick of supporting an authoritarian government, and so he stopped hanging the sign in his window. What is more, he stopped voting in what he considered to be farcical elections, stopped regurgitating government propaganda, and started to publicly express his real opinions. These seemingly simple acts initiated a remarkable ripple effect, for as Todd Rose writes, Surprisingly, with amazing speed, the green grocer began to gain support for the simple reason that everyone else in the city felt exactly the same way he did. Tired of living under oppression, the tailor and the baker and the office worker followed his lead. The moment the green grocer stopped cooperating, he sent a signal to everyone else that they could do likewise. The story of the green grocer is a personification allegory. He represents all the individuals in communist Czechoslovakia whose non-compliant actions helped destroy the collective illusion of consensus support upon which the entire edifice of tyranny was built. The destruction of this collective illusion culminated in the Velvet Revolution, one of the only historical occurrences of a peaceful revolution which toppled an oppressive regime. How this revolution came to be, and how it achieved such profound political change in just 11 days, puzzles some historians. However, what is often overlooked is the fact that the seeds of this revolution were planted in the years prior by all the unsung heroes of Czechoslovakia whose behavior was patterned in accordance with the allegory of the green grocer. Or as Václav Havel explained, By breaking the rules of the game of tyranny, the green grocer disrupted the game. He exposed it as a mere game. He said that the emperor is naked, and because the emperor is in fact naked, something extremely dangerous happened. By his action, 
the greengrocer enabled everyone to peer behind the curtain. He showed everyone that it is possible to live within the truth. As highly social beings, what we say and do influences the people we encounter, and even minor displays of non-compliance and non-conformity have the power to ripple outward and initiate a butterfly effect that changes society in dramatic ways. Hence why Alexander Solzhenitsyn stated that a single individual speaking the truth could bring down a tyranny, or as Henry Melville observed, Our lives are connected by a thousand invisible threads, and along these sympathetic fibers, our actions run as causes and return to us as results. Some of us, however, face economic, social, or physical repercussions for being too forthright in our beliefs. If the consequences of living fully in the truth are too severe, Rose recommends the strategy of sowing seeds of doubt in the minds of others, or as he explains. For example, you can say something like, I haven't made up my mind yet, or, on the one hand, I can see the value of X, but on the other. You can also suggest other options by saying things like, I have a friend who, or, I read somewhere that... Doing this gives you plausible deniability while retaining your sense of control. It also offers an escape hatch for others who have been afraid to speak up. Often all it takes is a single spark of ambivalence or mixed opinion. Once you crack open the door, others can gain the courage to follow. If, on the other hand, we adopt hypocrisy as a way of life and fully comply with political agendas, ideologies, and mandates which we do not agree with, then we will not only be a victim of the creeping tyranny that is suffocating our society, but also an active supporter. Referring to the government-endorsed lies which the majority of citizens in communist Czechoslovakia complied with, Václav Havel wrote, Individuals need not believe all these mystifications, but they must behave as though they did, or they must at least tolerate them in silence, or get along well with those who work with them. For this reason, however, they must live within a lie. They need not accept the lie. It is enough for them to have accepted their life with it and in it. For by this very fact, individuals confirm the system, fulfill the system, make the system, are the system. See if I can get all this equipment coordinated so it actually makes sense to me. Plumbing Doctor's got a billboard campaign up right now. It says, out of order, big question mark. Then it says, same day service, Plumbing Doctor, 530-671-9111. Doing their campaign, outdoor campaign in the Yuba Center area. So uh, if you have a need in the Yuba Center area for a plumber, they'll, they'll respond any day of the week around the clock. You get a better deal if, if, if it works out where you can come out in the middle of the day. But their goal is to give same-day service. One, as soon as you recognize you got a problem, call them. They're going to be equipped to come right over 
and get you squared away. 530-671-9111. They have dispatchers there to whip them up and get them over to you right away. So check them out. They'll take care of you really well. North Valley Paralegal, Nellie Garcia. We were talking about her at the Freedom Co. meeting tonight discussing trusts and whether uh, if your property's in a trust and you give it to your kids or grandkids, whether they can still reassess it and tax you to the gills. And they said, oh, we should call Nellie Garcia and find that out because she does trusts and wills. Well, she does a lot of things over at North Valley Paralegal. If you have a legal need, you can dial her up at 530-751-9289, 751-9289. Or you could call or you could go by or if when, ultimately when you get an appointment, her location is 1110 Civic Center Boulevard, right across from the Sheriff's Department in Sutter County at Suite 0202A. 202A is the office suite. So go check it out, and uh, she can help you. She will be better, nicer, easier, cheaper, and more honest than the average attorney. Okay? So let's get back to the program here, some of the meat here. And I was talking to you about police activity. So now politicians are saying, oh, wait, 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 wait a minute. We didn't say defund the police. I think you misunderstood us. Then when they play it back on the recording, they said, oh, well, I really didn't mean that. I know I said that. It's amazing. I know I said I wanted to kill you, but I really didn't mean I wanted to kill you. So uh, police morale and defunding. People say, oh, yeah, we're going to we're." Can you imagine you, you're, in a, you're in a deep problem? And you need the police help. And they send out a mental health worker. <laughs> Have you ever met a mental health worker? Oh, my goodness. Or they send out a social worker to solve your problem, right? It has a little, And she or he has a little bulletproof vest on, cute little vest. <laughs> Is that what you want? Nobody wants that. Only politicians throw, throw stupid stuff out that. Oh, man. Veteran police officers, I've had so many of my friends that I served with as a volunteer chaplain, and they were such great officers, and they just thought, Lou, I ain't going to do this. I'm out of here. And they just fled, and they are doing all kinds of new things. Um, yeah. It says, during a House oversight hearing on counterterrorism on September 29, 2021, Representative Nancy Mace out of South Carolina asked Timothy Langan, Assistant Director of FBI's Counterterrorism Division, about how the agency was dealing with groups like BLM, Antifa, and far-left extremist groups. Mr. Langan replied that the FBI does not classify them as domestic terrorist groups. Instead, BLM and Antifa are called movements. I guess the Black Panthers back in the day, the 60s and 70s, was a movement. Neither of the groups are classified as anti-authority or anti-government organizations. You know something? You know you're screwed. <clears throat> when the FBI can't think clearly and they're, they're talking stupid, you know you're screwed. You know you're screwed. You know, we, got, uh, we, we now have Gavin Newsom, who... He will say, you know, he's like a uh, true criminal. 
He will say whatever he needs to do to get whatever he wants from you. I'll say that again. Gavin Newsom has no morals, no scruples. He will screw your wife for you. He probably will molest your kid for you. He will say whatever needs to be said to get whatever he wants from you. So he goes on to television and he he talks in circles with old Chuck Todd. And uh, Chuck Todd looked to me like he needed a little uh, anxiety medicine because he was having his he was quivering and freaking out and wouldn't look directly at Gavin Newsom. He had to ask him some tough questions, and he didn't want to do it. But but uh, Gavin Newsom finally admitted that they didn't do the right thing on COVID. They made mistakes on what they did with society. And so, because Chuck Todd says, well, how could you, like, allow the movie theater companies, the acting companies, to do movies out on the streets during COVID and you shut churches down. How come you allowed movie, movie uh, sets, movie theaters and all, all the, uh, have you ever worked on a movie set? I have. So they take breaks and they have meals and they have them catered. So everybody eats and they take a break for a while. Then they go back to eat. Well, they, they had, so it was the COVID. It was not a, a super spreader for COVID. If the movie theater ate outside, but they wouldn't allow restaurants in L.A. where the movie theaters are doing their work. They wouldn't allow restaurants in L.A. to open outside. But the movie theater could have it, their, their, uh, all their workers catered and all sit outside. You know, I mean, it just everybody, anybody that really wants to be honest. We've we got so many people in society that will just want to be dishonest and unreal and stupid and just comply with everything like a good Jew going into the gas chambers. And uh, so COVID, so I was shocked to hear him say, oh, yeah, we got all kinds of things wrong. Oh, yeah, we, if we did it over again, we'd do it differently. And my friend Randy Mitchell, whose big crime was, was con- conducting cutting hair uh, during COVID to support his family, Gavin Newsom would have rather the family die and suffer and lose their business and die of starvation and at least obey his, not a law. There was never a law about COVID. It was just his edict. Because remember, he took over the state of California and he discounted or he put the legislature, both assembly and Senate, on what we call pause. He paused them because it's a, it's a state emergency. And instead of an emergency lasting about a week, it lasted, I think, three or four years where he just called all the shots. Now he doesn't want to take responsibility for his asshole attitude and work. And he wants to just uh, now he uses the plural pronoun we. Well, we didn't get some things right. Really, we. Who is that we? Tell me who that we is. Who's behind you, Gavin? I want to know who all the we are. Because we just heard you saying, I, 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 You heard people, have you ever heard people talk Obama? Obama can't talk without just, he has the most eyes per paragraph, 
anybody I know. I did this. I, 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 I. Do you know somebody speak and never use the word I? They just edit it out of their language. They don't think it's cool to use. Egotistical. Narcissist, narcissistic. Millions of people got the vaccine and now gave them heart problems. Do you know that? Have you read that? The CDC lied to you. The FDA lied to you. They lied to me. Except I wasn't buying it from the start. Zach Steber wrote myocarditis and COVID-19 vaccines. How the CDC missed a safety signal and hid a warning. Millions of people took the vaccine and their hearts will never be the same. How do you like? You know, you only get one heart. I'm trying to keep my heart and my liver and my kidneys going to the end. I don't want to suffer and go to dialysis or, you know, have on some breathe through some tube off a tank on my back. Now, our own government has afflicted young people and old with myocarditis and pericarditis. And, uh, and actually, many people have just outright died. I have a friend in Vietnam that just died from taking the jab. Didn't even get a chance to go home. See his wife and kids just knocked him right down and killed him over a period of days. Never returned, never recovered consciousness. Millions of people are suffering. So here's a guy named Aiden El- Elanyake, 14 years of age. He's one story. He received a dose of Pfizer BioNTech vaccine in May 20, 2021 and a second dose in 2021 in the month of June. Months apart, a couple months apart, maybe. Two days after the second dose, Aiden woke up in the middle of the night with pain that was comparable. This is really this. I love these comparisons. The pain was comparable when he tore his anterior cruciate ligament. Now, I have done that, and I thought that was really painful. I thought, man, if that happened to my chest, oh, baby. So I felt that pain, Aiden, when you said anterior cruciate ligament, and that happened in your chest, dude. His mother, Emily, rushed him to the hospital where he spent days receiving care. Even after he was discharged, his exercise was very limited for more than four months. Emily trusted the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention before the experience. Now she does not ever, she does not trust them any longer. She said, quote, I hate them. I think they're evil. Mrs. Elkanaki, I agree with you. I hate the CDC. I hate the FDA. I hate the government that's running our medical. I hate them. Because they're killing people. You think, oh, you shouldn't hate anybody. Oh, yeah. Anybody you know die? Anybody you know get murdered? Oh, well, murder's different, Lou. No, no, no. Over here at our Adventist hospital, they were they were committing hospital homicide and holding people hostage until they can put them down with remdesivir and vents for months. Mrs. Elkanaki said, I'll ha- I hate them. I think they're evil. Why shouldn't she? That's the only boy she has. Now he has a damaged heart at 14 years of age because 
the government said it was a good deal to take the jab and it was safe and it was effective. We even had bunches of doctors in our Yuba Center area say that. Despicable. These people were the most deceived or the biggest liars I've ever met. Well-tested, safe, reliable. I'm not going to go through, this has, this has got several thousand word article talking about the date by date, so-and-so said this, so-and-so did that, missing data, incomplete data, people lied. Uh, finally, the, dis, the Department of Defense, which was putting out accurate statistics, said that they they were recording a higher than expected number of myocarditis cases. Patients were mostly young, healthy males. In fact, it 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 has been shutting down our flight, uh, our pilots can't fly no more. Don't have a good heart, and going to put you in in charge of a, a multi million dollar plane. The CDC met with military officials, they say, twice behind closed doors in April 21. Officials presented data at least at one of their meetings to the CDC. That presentation, which has never been released to the public, did you just wonder, this is so corrupt, our government. Never been released to the public, including our preliminary patient data analysis that suggested to us that myocarditis was indeed a possible side effect to the messenger RNA COVID-19 jab. In fact, one of the whistleblowers that has a Ph.D. in medicine, a female, I think it's Teresa Long or something like that, Terry Long or something like that, she got canned. She, She said, hey, our pilots cannot fly. She has to certify whether pilots can fly. Their heart is not right anymore. April 27, 2021, after meetings, then CDC director, the liar, the bitch, Rochelle Walensky, finally spoke about the matter in public during a White House briefing. Dr. Walensky said, we have not seen any report. She was lying, people of myocarditis after vaccination. That's this guy's saying this is so false according to the CDC data, her own data. The agency received 141 reports of myocarditis uh, by the end of March 2021. That's about 1% of what their guesstimate is, 1%. That means there's thousands of, of cases out there. Another 24 cases recording recorded in the second system run by CDC. Additionally, before the briefing, Walensky was copied on multiple threads discussing myocarditis and a, and a related condition, pericarditis. I, you know, I could just talk on and on and on. It's easier just to call these people a liar and wait till they sue me, because then if we get to depose them, we'll be able to get them on, on the stand and hold them down and show them their stuff. Have you ever seen these people get interviewed by the uh, House uh, judicial committee or the Senate and they question them on this stuff and these people squirm and they're, they lie, they lie, they lie they won't answer the questions they're jerks 
Hundreds of thousands of young people have myocarditis for the rest of their life. You don't get another heart, Walensky, like you'd get another set of teeth. Brian Hooker, Senior Director of Science and Research at Children's Health Defense, says the CDC and the FDA have absolutely no excuse because they were warned. Who is the federal, uh, excuse me, the Food and Drug Administration? It's a private group funded by food and drug companies. How do you think, have you ever heard of the Food Pyramid? How do you think the food pyramid was built? It was built out of lot, uh, lobbying dollars. If you gave enough money, you could get your product, your grain, your milk, your beef, your whatever featured in a certain spot on that on that pyramid. Doctors who understand nutrition said it was totally lousy and fallacious and nobody should follow it. The FDA and CDC should be abolished. They are corrupt. They are owned. And you should not believe any health coming out of them. The FDA hired a contractor to data mine the statistics. and, And they don't even know the contractor's name. They don't know what their procedures were. Between... February 2021 and May 21, the percentage of U.S. population that had received a COVID-19 soared from 14.2 to 50.5%. Just, they poisoned the population. They even paused Johnson & Johnson because of blood clots. Wow, I mean, oh, you, your kid, you know, anybody, anybody out there? Have kids with blood clots before this? Oh, what's this say? There's just so many. Walensky, a day after Dr. Walensky's unambiguous statement, CDC officials privately acknowledged the difficulty in processing VAERS vaccine adverse events reports is what VAERS is. They were so many, they were so backed up with reports. In other words, people don't report to VAERS when everything went fine. They only report to VAERS when ain't fine. They were so many reports. They had to hire hundreds more people to go through the reports and log them into the computer. So many reports. They were so backed up. They were backed up for months. They said before the vaccines were rolled out that no more than 1,000 reports would be filed per day. The number soared above the estimate by the end of 2020. Uh, It soared. (laughs) Did you ever hear about this? We'll be right back. We're halfway through. we got three more segments.
appreciate that. And I will now recognize myself for five minutes. It has been interesting hearing. Uh, you know, it's been a race of how many times can you say the word Donald Trump? It's just Trump this, Trump that, Harlan Crow this, Harlan Crow that, Justice Thomas. Uh, and, and then we just heard uh, the Kushners, you know, if, if the left wanted to investigate Jared Kushner, they had the White House, the House and the Senate. They had every ability to do that in the last Congress and they chose not to. So uh, I have very little patience for that. And, you know, how many times is left going to talk about dark money? Well, let me tell you, Joe Biden is the definition of dark money money. How much money did his family get paid off and how are his bills paid? And we're not starting over with an impeachment inquiry. An impeachment inquiry actually expands our subpoena power and would allow us to hopefully get more access to more bank records to prove out the SARS reports, which we are not allowed to share. Uh, that is the elephant in the room. Joe Biden got bribed and it was to the tune of millions and millions of dollars. And the left wants to normalize the bullshit of bribery. Like, I just cannot get over the fact that we're going to normalize this and we're calling Joe Biden's bribery, quote, a specific topic. No, it's bribery. It's money laundering. It's prostitution rings. And I'm not a conspiracy theorist for putting these theories out there. Uh, our investigation, there is evidence. and It's not, you know, hard evidence is what they're saying now. They're moving the goalpost from, oh, we just need evidence now. Oh, you need hard evidence. You don't have it. There are texts. There are emails. There are phone calls. Um, there are lies that Joe Biden has told. Every single time the president has been asked about these bribery allegations, the guy has lied to the American people. He's lied to the mainstream media. And the mainstream media and the left just want to sweep this under the rug and pretend it's not happened. And it has. And this committee will continue its investigation. We'll have the impeachment inquiry. And we will ultimately get to the bottom of it because the American people deserve the truth and nothing but the truth. And you shouldn't trust our words of Congress up here. Trust the evidence that has come out. Look at it for yourself. Look at the fact that there were over 50 intel officers that wrote a letter, put it on paper, and lied to the American people to tell you the laptop was fake. The laptop was real. And, like, I'm just tired of the bullshit. I know the American people are tired of the bullshit. It is time to tell the American people the truth, no matter your political affiliation or party. It does not matter. Um, and so uh, I wish that we could be nonpartisan in the way that we do this. I wish that we could call out both sides. I'm someone who has called out my party. I have voted to hold my own party in contempt before Congress. I have dealt with the fallout from that because I'm calling the balls and strikes. It'd be really great if both sides of the aisle could do the same thing as well. So uh, with that, I will try to get back on topic here and ask a few questions um, of our witnesses today, and I will try to pull them up. I want to talk about EVs just a little bit. Um, in Charleston, South Carolina, in the low country in South Carolina, we rely on fossil fuels for our vehicles. We also rely on electric uh, vehicles. I have both. And um, my first question I would like to ask Ms. Lucas is that EVs require six times more critical minerals than their internal combustion engine counterparts. Due to skyrocketing global demand for these resources, the prices of components necessary to produce an EV battery rose 200% in 2022. So if domestic mining projects are halted doing, due to ongoing litigation, which is happening, uh, you know, how will this impact the prices of vehicles for consumers looking to purchase an EV, in your opinion? Every mile that those minerals have to travel is extra cost. Every mile that those minerals have to travel is extra CO2 into the atmosphere. So the cost isn't just about 
what we as consumers pay. Mm -hmm. The cost is what our conscience pays as who is digging those minerals up out of the ground and what protections are in place. The true cost of our consumerism, it's, it's not as simple as the cost of the vehicle. And then you know, critical minerals are used in infrastructure projects uh, as well, like electrical transmission lines. How could increased mineral prices impact electricity prices for consumers? As we look at transitioning our nation to one powered more by clean energy, the solar panels and the windmills are going to be put in places where the energy is not necessarily being used. So we are going to have to increase transmission lines across our country. And copper is the metal of electrification. It is the one that carries. So we can expect that those costs will increase as we need to bring in more of those minerals into the supply chain. Don't let your kids or grandkids get this harmful injection. I'm Randy Thomason with your SaveCalifornia.com Minute. The coercive, deceptive AB659 pushing ineffective, injurious Gardasil shots upon millions of California children has passed the Democrat-controlled state legislature. Please urge Gavin Newsom to veto it. AB 659 would send a letter to every family pressuring them to get the painful and harmful Gardasil shots, quote, before admission or advancement to the eighth grade level of any private or public elementary or secondary school. This mandate-like language would deceive millions of parents that their children must be injected with Gardasil or they can't go to school. But that's a big lie. See how to urge a veto today at SaveCalifornia.com, championing your values in California. And if you're sitting there going, Taylor, you should be grateful. I miss my 20s. No, you don't. What you miss is a time in your life where you didn't have a lot of responsibilities because nobody expected anything from you. But do you remember why nobody expected anything from you? Because you sucked. That's what everybody forgets about your 20s. You were garbage. Thinner garbage, but you were garbage. You have no intuition, no instincts. You can't make decisions, only mistakes. That's why you're thin in your 20s. You don't have a gut to listen to yet. There's no mystic bad feeling under your ribs going, hey, maybe don't date a DJ again. Nobody expects me to do Hit right. I'm like, what can I bring to the potluck, Nana? She's like, napkins, can you handle that? <laughs> Dry ones this time. <laughs> and if they say Starbucks on them, I swear to God, Taylor, <laughs> go to a Dollar Tree, stop ruining Easter. There must be some kind of way out of here. Say the joker to the thief. There's too much confusion. I can't get no relief. Business man there, drink my wine. Come and dig my earth. None will level out. All right. Fourth segment. No hostage radio. Let me go up and uh, acknowledge some of my helpers here. Keep me on the air. I want to talk about. Uh, you've got any equipment small tools hand tools power tools or medium power tools small devices like riding lawnmowers lawnmowers chainsaws compressors all you know pressure washers 
all that kind of stuff. These guys will take all your broken products. Instead of going out and buying something, why don't you just fix it? Things are pretty expensive. You notice how tools have gone up? Whoa, expensive. They can fix it and give it back to you. All Power Services in Yuba City, California, 1469 Stewart Road. That's just west of Highway 99, south side of Yuba City. You can reach them at 530-844-0347. I'm going to say that in a second again. 530-844-0347. And he's also got a new landline, 530-790-5100. 530-790-5100. Or you can allpower1469 at gmail.com. That's, that's another way. All power 1469, that's his address, at gmail.com. Check him out, and he will get you fixed up and send you on your way with nice, new, clean equipment. When my car has a problem, broken part, seat belt, something broke, let go, or it gets in a fight and I got to fix a fender or something, I go to Allen's Auto Body. That's Kevin and Kerry Clark and Sons. They're easy to find over here in Yuba City. Go down on Sutter Street that runs along the levee between the two bridges, and you get to the cross street of Tea Garden. There's a bright yellow shop there. I mean, super yellow. And that's where, that's where the Allens are operating out of. You could just drop in and probably get an estimate, but you could call as well at 530 671 one zero five seven six seven one one zero five seven all right so let me go back down here the myocarditis thing i'm telling i've never seen an article this long it says an explosion of reports in june 2021 four cases pennsylvania new jersey one case massachusetts 16 six case minnesota four eight and texas and virginia both had eight California 1, Missouri 2. Do you know California was lying through their teeth on who died of COVID and anything, anything that, oh, no, no, no. You know, I, I got to kick out of doctors. I've talked to so many people, went to the doctor having really big symptoms after taking the jab, right? Oh, no, no way. You, you just got some, you need to go see a neurosurgeon. You need to go see a psychiatrist. You need to go see a sociologist. These doctors were so in the pocket. These people were so... I'm telling you what, they may know medical, but they their character is in the gutter. Their character is in the gutter. And you know that the va- the the vaccine adverse event report site VARES, the estimate of doctors says that only about one percent of all complaints actually have made it into VARES. That means you Take any number that they quote you from VAERS and multiply it times 100. That means just add two zeros to it to find out the real number in society. Aiden's mother had read the Israeli research that it was causing myocarditis, but she and her son decided he should get vaccinated because they believed the benefits outweighed the risks. What were the risks? We were lied to so much. Well, they said, oh, COVID could kill you. That's, that was a lie. 
people Aiden's age didn't die of COVID. They just didn't. Unless Aiden, age, unless Aiden had lots of different other comorbidities, other issues, other troubling issues. He didn't have any issues. He was a healthy kid. Somehow they got caught up to think that lots of, you know, it's, it's kind of interesting. I wrote articles about this for the Territorial Dispatch, and, and I did my research. It said that a child, a student, was more likely to die on the way to school in some sort of tragedy than die of COVID. You know, you have to, when I get up in the morning, I don't think about risk because I think, hey, life's, life's okay. And every day something can happen, right? But I don't weigh the risks. I just get up and go for it. Isn't this sad that this woman was so propagandized by our government that she believed that the benefits of a jab outweighed the risks? You know why? She credits Dr. Walensky's public statement. Yeah, you look at Walensky, she's a pretty lady. She speaks with confidence. She's got a high education. You know, people like that, you know, it's the same thing with a pedophile. These people have got a lot in common with pedophiles. They're, they don't look like a pedophile, you'd think of a pedophile. They're well taken care of. They're sharp. Many of them are professionals. And... Uh, they're kind, they seem kind, and they just seem like they're trustworthy, right? And then you trust your kid with them, and you realize they've been having sex for years, right? Miss Elkanaki said, she said at some point that there wasn't a link, so we, were, we proceeded. In other words, there wasn't a link between shots and myocarditis. Walensky said that. So when my son was vaccinated, there was absolutely no informed consent. What's informed consent? Reading all that crazy paperwork? Or is it also, if it's no form con informed consent, that means that you were not told about questionable outcomes of people getting the jab or people testing. Aiden receives his first shot, as I mentioned, in May 10, 2021. Kyle Warner, have you heard of Kyle? I've seen, I used to see him on YouTube. He had a, a bicycle uh, obstacle course show, you know, mountain biking. He was a professional mountain biker. And he used to uh, do all these cool things. And he had a girlfriend he did it with. And um, then he took the jab. And he ain't riding no bike no more. Did you hear me? Oh, you think it's just a coinkadink? Kyle Warner, professional bike racer, he made his living off racing bicycles. Who lives in the western U.S., he suffered myocarditis after being vaccinated in May and June of 2021. Got back-to-back -back shots a month apart. He said that the lack of warning from the U.S. officials about the possible adverse event also led him to receive the vaccine. He said, a lot of us were under the false assumption that, well, it sounds like no one's been hurt so far. There hasn't really been any issues going on that I've heard of. So it seems to be safe and effective. 
like they're saying, is that it kind of it kind of perpetuated the myth of safe and effective, period. If a warning was issued, it would have saved me, he said. Kyle Warner is a young guy. He was maybe in his 20s. There was no record of 20-some-year-olds dying left and right. A CDC work group acknowledged on May 24, 2021, acknowledged for the first time that that re- that reported post-vaccination myocarditis cases were higher than expected in people 16 to 24. That's a sweet spot of these two boys that got myocarditis. But the group did not warn young people not to take the vaccine. You know what was that, this about? Because they were being paid by the vaccine makers. They weren't going to go out and say, don't take the vaccine. You know, I'm not getting paid by the vaccine makers. When I say don't take the vaccine or take the vaccine, I'm not getting any money either way. I'm sizing the thing up for myself and telling you what you should do or shouldn't do. They kept recommending vaccination while alleging COVID-19 posed more of a risk of myocarditis. Dr. Walensky said that most case Cases had fully resolved with rest and treatment. That is a lie. She now quit, and she just is so arrogant. You can smell the arrogance coming off that woman. She isn't going to take any crap from anybody, and just she's just like sticks her big long nose out and says, she doesn't say it, but you, she reeks of like, sue me, baby. You're not going to get anything from me. I'm going to walk. I got judges in my corner. You don't you don't need a good attorney or a bad attorney. When you got a when you got a corrupt judge, you don't even need an attorney. You don't need a, need an attorney on her side. She can just walk in. He's going to cut her loose. Dr. Tracy Beth Hogue, one of the researchers told Epoch Times that she thought US authorities would make changes due to the research. The main options pause the vaccinations in children, lower the recommended number of doses from two to one, or rescind recommendations for healthy kids. They ignored it. You know why? Because they're all being paid by co- by ph- big pharma. That's where all this money's coming from, and they're going to do whatever they're... In Hong Kong, Authorities scaled back recommendations from two to one dose. They saw a number of myocarditis cases plunge when they did that. Maybe this doesn't, maybe this is in no interest to you. You know what's interesting to me? You remember when those two guys, can't remember their names, they're about my age in the 1970s. I don't know whether they had sex with these two 12 year old girls. They were in high school, these boys. They shot these two young girls from families out in Oliver, shot them and killed them with a shotgun. And that case went unsolved till about eight years ago, five years ago. And a couple of ladies I know that were working in the evidence room of Yuba County Sheriff didn't mean I'm just saying I know them. It's just it's no I didn't have anything to do with it. One was an injured deputy. The other was an evidence officer. They went and looked up that case, pulled out the evidence, sent it in for DNA check, 
and they figured out who killed those girls. Do you think they were thrilled? I think it's probably the high point of their professional career. They put two guys who live free after murdering in cold blood two beautiful young children, 12, 14 years old, something like that. Do you think they got got stoked? The ladies were just totally stoked and high as can be catching these guys. Baby, I would have been. And I feel the same way about these murderers like Dr. Fong Lu at Yuba Sutter. She's a dirty, she is not a real doctor. She's corrupt. She's a fraud. And she does not deserve to take care of us in Yuba Sutter County. It's the same as goes for the head of the departments down here in Sacramento and back there with Walensky and all those corrupt Fauci, Walensky, uh, Burks, all of those corrupt people back there. Nordic researchers reported excess case rates as high as 274 people per million among young males who got two shots. I had a guy come up to me. I was protesting out in front of the uh, Yuba Sutter Arts Council on Pluma Street. They were prohibiting people from going to their event, even though it was publicly funded. You couldn't get in unless you were jabbed and you had your driver's license approved the jab papers were true. You had to have, or you had to have a, 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 a stick stuck up your nose and get a clearance within 72 hours of the event. And you had to wear one of their masks. Some, some college kids from Chico state pulled up on their uh, motorbikes, motorcycles and came over and said, hey, what's going on over here? Tell us what you're doing. I told him, and he said, yeah. He said, man, he said, I went and took the jab because they wouldn't let me finish my classes at Chico State, and he said, I have never been sicker in my whole life. This is a, like a 20-something, maybe 21, 20. Darn near killed the boy. Said after Dr. Hoag's paper, the FDA found that that one of six model scenarios of projected number of myocarditis and pericarditis cases caused by Pfizer's vaccines would exceed COVID-19 hospitalizations and deaths of 5 to 11-year-olds. Well, you know what they're saying? The number of deaths in 5 to 11-year-olds exceeded the number of deaths from covid the jab killed people, and it killed people to killed so many people. Uh, the projected number of in cases, in other words, the number of people that had damage or died from the jab exceeded the number of hospitalizations and deaths to five and eleven year olds. Walensky still didn't see any problem. These people are totally sold out. They're sold out to lobbyists. They're hookers. They're educated prostitutes. They take money to do tricks. Most of our politicians are. Most of our medical people are, In like Dr. Lou. She's not ever going to take any response. Have you heard her get on YouTube and apologize? She was encouraging you to take the jab, said it's safe, effective, and well-tested. 
She's a liar. She's either an idiot or a liar. She can't fall in between. There's no in between. Idiot or liar. Take one. Pick the straw, baby. And all you people that deny this are just pussies. You don't deserve to be a part of this country. This, pe- this country is built on courageous people. You're, you're disgusting. The supervisors are absolute. They're not just incompetent. There's whole, there, it's a whole different deal to, be, to miss a call, to not be smart, to not be competent. When you're a pussy, when you have no backbone, when you, when you won't take responsibility, you don't belong here. Go take care of a family and see how the kids do. Work on that. Don't don't put everybody under your subjection. I don't know of one supervisor that has gone to apologize to Randy Mitchell at Uppercuts Barbershop. Fong Lu has not apologized to Randy Mitchell at Uppercuts Barbershop. You know what the state says now? Oh, well, what we're really concerned about is his license. You need to pe- you people need to go to hell. I hope that I I live long enough to see you die. You guys are 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 wicked. You guys are wicked. I hope you cannot sleep at night. I hope uh, if there's such thing as karma, a lot of my friends believe in karma. I hope you get yours. I am sick of this. I am totally sick of it. Now you're saying he doesn't have a license after first of all. Oh, he he endangered the community by cutting hair when people when COVID was happening somewhere. Then after you took his license because he didn't obey you, now he's he's uh, probably endangering people because he's cutting hair and he doesn't have your paper hanging on the wall. You need to take the paper, wipe your fat ass with it. Newsom and the rest of you. Just take the paper and use that to wipe yourself. That's, that's what it's worth. That's all it's worth. You guys don't eat. I, I, you know, it's a shame that you went to college and got a degree and you run around with a bulletproof vest checking people's licenses on their barber wall. What a pitiful. You're, you think you're competing? You're com, you think you're, uh, uh, what's the word? Contributing to society, please. Society, if you all drop dead tomorrow, we would not miss you. Society would thrive without you. You guys are despicable, consumer affairs people. You should apologize to your kid. You know, I go into juvenile hall or or different place. I'll ask, what do your parents do for a living? Some of them don't even know. I wonder what your kids think you do. You save the world because you harass barbers? Oh, please. How embarrassing. It's, it's like maybe you should switch over and be fill the condom dispensers. You guys are disgusting. Be right back.
sir, did you fill out the 1170? I, I think I did. I did think you fill it. out the 1170? I filled this out. That's the 1190. You're going to have to go stand in the blue line. Look, I was sir. already in that line. Sir, don't get snippy with me. Well, I've been here all morning. That is not my prerogative, I, sir. I, I wait in one line. They send me to another well, line. You, know they send me you back can always the... call to make I an appointment. I try to call. I can't get can... through. The line's always busy. It's ridiculous. Go wait in the appointment line. I don't want to wait. I've got a job. I don't have all day. I can't say this. You're going to have to take that somewhere else. All right, you know what? I'm on break. There's two things on this earth that make him happy. A clean house and sex. Oh, lucky me. He said, well, if you don't start taking care of my needs, I guess I'm going to have to get a girlfriend. I said, oh, dear Lord, say it's not so. sure that she's stout and that she can mow because I need some help. <laughs> I think this is our fifth segment now. You know, if you're having problems with, I had a guy reach out to me and I said he had a problem with alcohol. He goes to work every day. Doesn't drink on the job. I think he just drinks at night and on the weekend, but he recognized he, he analyzed himself. He took inventory of himself. He said, Lou, I got an alcohol problem. I never met the guy face to face. Seems like a really wonderful person. He's got a great job, a job that people admire greatly. <clears throat> and so I referred him on to Dr. Cassidy. And so Dr. Cassidy and I've worked together as friends for 30 years, working with people that needed to get their, working on getting their life changed. And then recently we started putting our numbers out on the air saying, listen, we know a lot of you are addicted because the government of Yuba Sutter County is uh, negligent. It's derelict in its duty to take care of the addicts and get them off the street. I don't. I think they want them to just drop dead, and and actually they become a cash cow that they get a lot of money for them, even though they don't provide many services for them. We're interested in their uh, soul. We're interested in, we think they have value to the community and value to God. Not laying in a gutter, not laying in the sand of the beach by the river, shooting heroin or smoking heroin or smoking fentanyl. We believe it's inhumane for them to be left there by the government and endorsed and allowed to abuse themselves and others. We want to have interventions. I wish the sheriff's department could arrest them all. And because when they're sober, they're wonderful people and you can really talk to them about getting their life back. The reason I'm talking about it is I want you to tell everybody that they can have their life back and Dr. Cassidy and I'll help them. The way we're going to do that is we want him, want him or her to make an appointment at Peachtree Health at 530-749-3242, 749-3242. It's a pain in the ass way to call in. It's a hassle to get through, but uh, 
if you get through, ask for Dr. Cassidy. Not They have many doctors there, a lot of good docs, but he specializes. He, he does all kinds of doctoring, but he, he's good at addicts. Ask for Cassidy. If you get jerked around or you can't get through or you're vomiting or you're quivering and you're sweating and you're freaking out, I'm going to give you his cell number to text. Do you hear me? Don't blow it up. Text him once during the day, 530-682-8648. If he doesn't get back to you right away, because he's actually seeing patient, he, patients, he can't just drop everything and come over your way. But I will, if you call me, I will try to make things happen quick for you. 530-713-1838 is my number, Lou Benninger. 530-713-1838. You can text, you can call, leave a message. I answer the phone when I can. Sometimes I, I'm in a meeting, I got the phone on silent. I don't bug people with my phone during a meeting. But I will get on it, and we will work together to get you what you need. Maybe you need medication. Maybe you need medication for your health. Maybe you need to go to a rehab. Maybe you need an outpatient operation. I don't know Till we meet you. Give us a call. We'll help you. All right. And I want to mention uh, the Thrifty Rooter people. Bill and Carla Artemico have become friends of mine. And I appreciate their support. They have been around here fixing people's home problems for over 40 years at Thrifty Rooter. They serve all kinds of counties. It's unbelievable. They're all over the place. Yuba, Sutter, Calusa, Butte, Nevada. Even over in Placer County, they're, they're dealing with the people of Lincoln, California. And they do all kinds of, they do urban plumbing and they do rural plumbing. I, I, I uh, differentiate between the two because I used to live in the rural areas and I had septic systems. And those are tricky. They're different than just your plumbing running into your sewer. But they do both. And they're really geared up for the septic systems. And we've used them many times. Thrifty Rooter, you can check them out at a website called thriftyrooter.net, which which displays all their work. You can check off what you need. You can send them a memo right off that website. You can see photos of their workers. It's It's simple and good. Or you could just call them up old school at 530-673-8201. Got it? 530-673-8201. And they will come over and make your plumbing work. They'll get the water flow in the right direction, get all the plugs out, get the leaks fixed, get you happy, get you rocking and rolling over there. So give them a call. They're good people. They're honest people. They will not take advantage of you. And uh, you can trust them. I do. I trust them. Okay. So uh, let's see where we are here. Let me get back to business. And we're talking about the deception and the lies from our medical industry. Our country, with the people that went through COVID as young adults on up to old adults, that group will never that saw that that group who saw things clearly will never ever recover their trust for the institutions that damaged them the liars at the local health department the liars at the state department the state health department the liars from the cdc 
Who knew the CDC and the FTA were totally owned by these crooks, big pharma, total crooks? Who knew? Just, they're just, let's see, in early 2021, the backlog at VAERS reports increased to nearly 94,000 reports. These are bad reports, people. Even after the contractor hired nearly 300 additional staff members to go through the reports and post online. You know how many, you know how many bad reports it took to get the swine flu vaccine off, off the, uh, Sorry, off the uh, to remove the swine flu vaccine out of the population. Twenty five or thirty five. That's it. It did not take millions, hundreds of thousands. This thing is a purchased way to genocide people. Don't take my word for it. Look up Dr. David Martin. He said this isn't a pandemic. This is a genocide Says, in addition, Dr. Walensky's false claim, the CDC has falsely told other health officials and media outlets that it did not receive any reports until May or June of 2021. They're liars. They said, oh, we didn't know. Dr. Walensky knew and got a report that women were miscarrying right before. There's records on this. She was... She got a report that women were having a lot of miscarriages, inordinate amount of miscarriages and losing their babies by taking the vax. And she went out and endorsed it, endorsed taking the vax. These people, listen, people, it isn't like in in telling you which, which lettuce to buy, what color Subaru, Consumer Reports, what the best shaver is. We're talking about people's life. They got one life. Most people think they just got one life on earth. That's it. And they're healthy and you screw up their health because you made money off them. It's like a gal that's a virgin and you put her out on the streets and she'd been screwed by 40 guys a day or 20 guys a day. And you made all kinds of money on it. So you just like happy days. You feel good about it. That's what these people are like. Pimps. Walensky the pimp. Dr. Lou the pimp. Sending out a van. I had a van drive by my house one day. Hustling people to jab. I said, you dirty dogs. And we put down pedophiles that cruise, cruise the campuses. Cruise the parks. Dr. Dror Mavorak, a co-author of the paper, said he tried warning Pfizer of the possible link between myocarditis and its shot. He said they refused to believe me for a period of four months. Why? Because they were making billions a day. Billions a day. Off the jab. Pfizer 
did not respond to a quote for a quote on this article. You know why? Because they're guilty. Will they ever will they ever be held accountable? I don't know. I used to believe in judges. I used to believe, well, at least if they get to a judge, he will call the shots correctly. He will be an honest umpire, right? Wow. Wow, 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 wow. I got to move on for this. Oh, here, here is the deal. This is a good one. They were determining what this dude George Watts died of. It says the certifier who examined 24-year-old George Watts Jr., a college student in New York, wrote in Mr. Watts' death certificate, 24 years old, he did not get shoot in a gang shooting. They wrote on the death certificate that the death was due to COVID-19 vaccine-related myocarditis. Joseph Keating, 26, of South Dakota, died from myocarditis, according to the death certificate, with his recent Pfizer booster shot listed as contributing. Mr. Keating's sister, Kaylee Coach, told the Times that the family tried contacting the CDC but have never received a response. How about that, Miss Walensky, you old bitch? The CDC did not respond to a request for comment. Dirty dogs. You you guys speak down and look down on gang members and drug dealers. Oh, my goodness. They don't compare to you. You got them beat by a long shot, honey. Other young people have died shortly after COVID-19 vaccines with causes similar to or so are, are related to myocarditis. Ernest Ramirez, Jr., a 16-year-old in Texas who was pronounced dead after collapsing five days after the Pfizer jab died from an enlarged heart. Oh, well, yeah, the 16-year-olds in Texas are loaded with enlarged hearts. Some of them have two or three of them. Died from an enlarged heart, according to his autopsy. It says here myocarditis can cause an enlarged heart. Okay, okay, okay. I got to let it go. How about the F-35? How about the F-35? What do you think about it? So one article says, do you, do you realize we, we are living under a complete, corrupted, lying, yellow-bellied government? A spokesman for the airbase said the jet was left on autopilot. Help me out here. So some people say, you think, okay, the plane was in trouble. So the guy ejects out. Okay, I got that. So then they say, oh, uh, the plane's on autopilot, so we have no idea where it is. Does it bother you or create great suspicion that this person's a liar? I thought they had planes on the radar all the time. They're monitoring where all the planes were. I thought that. Maybe that's just ignorance on my part. I just thought the technology was super duper. 
I thought if they could they could monitor where I am all the time because of my cell cell phone, they could they could track a multi bazillion dollar F thirty five. I thought they could track them. So they said we lost this. We we lost an airplane. Even the North Charleston, South Carolina base. Uh, Nancy Mace, who's a representative for down there, she said, she tweeted like, where the F, how the F do you lose a plane? And I thought, hey, we got a lot of tweakers in California they could hire, and they'd find that plane because they want to part it out and make some money on it. Tweaker, we could we could send a tweaker force by bus over there and put those little uh, those little flashlights on their forehead, and they'll find that plane. What do they call it? A debris field. They're looking for a debris field. Does this make our military sound stupid? It reminds me of when a balloon was floating across the states taking photo of all the sensitive deals. And the, and the military just said, oh, well, it's just another day in the neighborhood. So then the base starts asking, hey, hey, hey. You know, it's kind of like when somebody steals somebody's bicycle. Somebody gets the kid's, the kid's bicycle gets stolen, right? And they put it out on Facebook. Hey, everybody, Johnny, his brand new red something something bicycle has been stolen. Be on the lookout. That's what this is. Now, our, our U.S. military, some of the highest technical people in the world, now is saying, they're putting out Facebook posts like, hey, uh, can everybody just <laughs> keep on the low and look for our airplane? We're looking for an F-35. And they send out a picture of it, right? Does that sound stupid to you? So then supposedly they found a debris field. And then they said the whole thing is a hoax. Nancy Mace, here's her quote. How in the expletive do you lose an F-35? How is there not a tracking device and we're asking the public to find a jet and turn it in? Hey, 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 I lost my license. I lost my credit card. Can somebody turn it in? Or I lost my phone. We're, we're wanting people to turn in the F-35. Honestly, people, it can't get any more. If you want to humiliate a country, we're taking it down step by step. I mean, this is humiliating. To the world, the United States, we lose an F-35. Not out in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, down in the bottom of the depths. We're talking about it's it's on autopilot. <laughs> it's like, may come by your house. <laughs> watch Watch lights in the sky. How much fuel does it have? Can it make it to California? We'll get all our tweakers with, with uh, what do they call it, uh, binoculars. We'll get the binoculars out with the tweakers. They all have a little, they all have a set of binoculars. And we will track that F-35 down. By God, we know if we can find every can in town, we can certainly find an F-35. So now they're saying that it's just been a big old mistake. I don't know what to believe. Do you do you know that? You see that you see guys in uniform speaking for the president or for the pre, you know leaders of our military. The rank and file. I'm with them 100 percent. Rank and file. The big dogs it is and when they when they open their mouth as the saying goes, they're lying. 
<coughs> when they open their mouth, they're liars. Oh, my, 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 my. The der- and then they say here in this article that a debris field has been found in South Carolina uh, on the mishap. Now, the question is, listen, if the plane wasn't in danger, why did the guy depart? Did he have a heart attack or something? Did he need to get to the ground really quick? Some people said some of the F- F-35s have some devices in the new ones where they're there is a breathing problem. In other words, you, you're in a, you're inside the, the cockpit with the hood down and you can't get enough oxygen. That would be a problem for me. But why wouldn't you just set it down? Couldn't you just set it down? Like even on a big highway or do out in the field, preserve some few billions. <laughs> he just thought, Oh, we'll just put on autopilot. Let's see if we can get another guy up there to jump in it and fly it home since you can't. Tag team flying. Honestly, people, I've never heard anything like this in my life. This this is a, you know, it's just, it's something that comedians will use for years. It just, you know, we have become a mockery and a byword in the world. It's It's actually... It depicts what's happening. God has removed his blessing and his covering off the United States. And I'm telling you, we're getting our clock cleaned by everybody. We'll be right back. KFC lines because people stare at that menu. It's KFC. They have chicken. You know what else they got? They got chicken. You want chicken or chicken? Get out of the line. Movie theater concession line. People staring at that menu. They got popcorn, candy, soda. That's what they got. What are you looking for? Buffalo wings, prime rib? They don't got that. Get out of the line. Am I the only person in this line that has a movie to catch? That's what I would like to know. The supermarket, I don't do well either. Oh, good, she has coupons. You bitch. It's okay to have coupons, but I always get the lady, I have a coupon somewhere. Somewhere, I know it is. Get out of the line. Okay, folks, you can't make this stuff up, okay? Just recently, Secretary of Energy Granholm went out on a four-day road trip in her electric vehicle to draw attention to the billions of dollars that the Greenies in the White House are pouring into their electric vehicle fantasy. So let's talk a little bit about this road trip. The predictable problem that they had on the road trip, there were not enough EV chargers. Okay, so again, you can't make this stuff up. So what did Granholm's staff do? 
They got in their gas-powered car and they sped ahead to get in line to save spots with their gas-powered vehicle at those electric chargers. And it was so bad in one location because the gas-powered car was blocking all of the other electric vehicles that had to charge. It was a really hot day. A family actually called the police on them. They had a baby in their car that was crying, again, really hot day. And here's a gas-powered car, Granholm staff, trying to save them a spot so they could just slip in line and get their EV charged. Okay, so folks, if the Biden administration can't make it from Charlotte to Memphis without an incident, then how do we expect that all of our non-tactical military fleet is going to get transitioned by the year 2030 without having big issues. Okay, so let's think about that. This greeny push out there for those electric vehicles, it is not realistic. We are living in an absurd world in the Joe Biden administration. So let's call it what it is, folks. It is a road to nowhere. Um, and of course, firings at Twitter have left us with no one to call to flag content that is abusive or even incitement to violence. We're now seeing that almost anyone can promote disinformation for the price of a blue tick. So we've still, it's not all bad, we have teamed up with the platforms uh, to elevate reliable information around COVID and climate to amplify trusted messengers, and we have quite an army of them out there who want to take UN content and promote it within their followings. And also educating users um, on how to slow the spread of disinformation. Our new slogan that we want to have every, everybody have in their ear when they're online is pause, take care before you share. Um, but yet, we do feel like we are in an information war and that we need to massively ramp up our response. So we're creating at the UN a central capacity to monitor, monitor and also have the ability to rapidly react when mis- and disinformation and hate speech is threatening not just our people, our operations, but also the issues and the causes that we're working on. But also, we're going to be gearing up our verified initiative around climate change and developing this UN code of conduct on information integrity on digital platforms, hoping to set global standards that we can all advocate around um, so that we can collectively work for a more humane internet. I say, hold up, wait a minute, something ain't right. All righty then. We're in our last 20-minute segment, and I want to start by uh, mentioning that in California, at least, uh, we're in deep trouble with our education system. 
it's it's not just because it's crummy. It'd be one thing if your kids were taken care of and they loved going to school, but the teachers were so crappy that they couldn't learn anything. That'd be one thing. But now they're molesting the kids. They're telling the kids, like the boys, I think you might be a girl. You want to switch over your name and we'll hook you up with a dress at at the at the uh, break. Get you a necklace and bracelet or whatever. I mean, it, it I, I'm not I'm not being sarcastic. I'm telling you what's going on down here. We just had a, a parent up in Chico, the Butte County area, get a hundred thousand payout on them monkeying around with her daughter without telling her that there was some problems with what she felt about her gender. And the school was so arrogant, they would not admit wrongdoing. But this woman got a $100,000 check. I guess she just appeared on some show. It's happening all over the place, people. They're taking kids for abortions. They're giving kids pills. They're trying to convince them they're a six-year-old white racist slave owner. It's, it's absolutely, it's, if you took LSD, you couldn't get more screwed up than our schools are right now. So some, some friends of mine during COVID said, we're not going to put up with this, not going to school. So they started their own school, private school, and they looked for a place. I tried to help them get a place and I just couldn't find a place to site the school. So Church of Glad Tidings volunteered to let kids go to school there, just create some double and triple use of buildings. And uh, they launched Embassy Private Educational Center, or what they call EPEC, E-P-E-C. And they started out doing, in the middle of a COVID year, not last year, but the year before, this is their third uh, school year. They've been at, uh, so they've been at it a year and a half or so. Anyway, they did really well, and they did K through 12, and uh, we've now added a bunch of modulars and outdoor, uh, you know, uh, modular-type bathrooms to increase the bathroom, not porta-potties, but full bathrooms, and uh, to expand for them, and uh, they are having a great time with kids that struggled in the public system or uh, or something-something, and this is a school that never has embraced any mandates, no social distancing, no masks, no testing, no sticks up the nose, teachers or kids, and uh, normal. Remember normal back before COVID? That. Uh, no talking to kids about their sexual lives without their parents' involvement. Uh, no no gender confusion, none of that nonsense, no abortion nonsense, none of the garbage. If you want that, you should check out EPEC, E-P-E-C. One way to get to them is to go to the Church of Glad Tidings website, churchofgladtidings.com. That's the location it's on. I think they have a direct link now, but I don't have it listed here. If you go to the churchofgladtidings.com website and go up and just put your cursor over the word ministries, you'll see a drop down with 18 or 20 different things, and you'll see EPEC. Click on that, and then it'll take you over to all their information about their school. 
and they also give you their phone number, etc., etc. So it's located on the Church of Glad Tidings campus on 1179 Eager Road, north of Yuba City in Sutter County. It's like located right in between Highway 99, so if, if you're wondering, oh, is it a lot of traffic to get there? It isn't. You can get there faster than almost any school in the area because you just fly down 99, or you can come out Live Oak Boulevard, and it's located on the campus. There's athletics. There's food. There's uh, It's a beautiful location out there and uh, safe, super safe. People pack on campus. It's safe. Uh, Embassy Private Education. It's run by a former Marine and his wife, who used to be a college athlete. Both lovely people and a great staff of caring, lovely folks. They've just added a, if you have any children that are youngsters, they've added a preschool as well. So they can help you with that as well. Maybe you don't have any kids for the older grades, but maybe you have Maybe you're working and you need a preschool. Their their preschool is called Junior Junction. Okay? So that's epic. And uh, let me see if I can just pull up really quick the phone number. I should have that. And uh, just take me a second. Here we go. It's coming. It's coming. So you click on the word ministries and you just scroll down. Also, if you want to do your own homeschool, there is a group called Arrow. Where is Arrow? Arrow Education. It's at the same box under ministries. Let me give you Embassy School of Ministry, or sorry, uh, I'm giving you the wrong thing, Embassy Private Educational Center. So uh, let me get down here and just give you an easy phone number that you can connect with as well. So the number, phone number, is 530-671-671. 3171 671 3171 and then if you get an auto service just hit extension just hit the number 501 when it gives you a chance to pick an extension so it's 530-671-3171 and then hit extension 501 that gets you the epic people or you can email them at epic this the word epic e-p-e-c at churchofgladtidings.com and and just ask them any questions about their preschool, junior junction, uh, or uh, other things going on. Let me just, I'll just pull up junior junction. They ran a, uh, let me just see here, we'll draw, drop down here. Yeah, here's, here we go. Yeah, they, uh, 8, 8.15 to 11.15 in the morning. Uh, it gives all, the, anyway, it gives all the breakdowns on, times how much it costs uh all the two days three days four days five days all that kind of stuff and uh full week part week all that kind of stuff eat on all the tuition very easy so uh 
says your child will have hands-on learning while we help to foster independence, confidence, cooperation. Your child will work on literacy, number, concepts through various mediums. In addition, your child will learn powerful Bible stories, Bible characters, biblical lessons. I like that. It's an enrichment preschool program for children ages 2.5 years of age to 5. Some people say 2.5. Or kids say, I'm 2, but I'm going on to 3. Junior Junction staff will demonstrate to your child the love of Jesus while teaching them skills to prepare them for kindergarten. I like that. I like this. They also have Friday. What do they call this Friday enrichment? What's Friday enrichment and extended care? They got Friday enrichment and standard. So they have before and after school program. Friday enrichment. Like that. Well, they got it all broken down here. You ought to go check it out. If you've got children, 2.5 to 5. Uh, or if you want aftercare for your 5 or 6-year-olds, they got all that going on out there. Beautiful campus. It'd be, man, if I had kids again, I'd be having them out there. All right. Oh, and Aero Education. Let me get back over here. Aero Education. If you're a first time or second or third or fourth time, whatever, whatever, you can, there's no rules. If you are a homeschool parent and you want to link up with a bunch of cool families that are doing the same and share ideas on field trips, curriculum, all the kind of stuff, uh, Aero Education guys are meeting. It's just a co-op. They're all meeting together out at Church of Glad Tidings. I think they're doing it on a Wednesday, Wednesdays. And they says. Uh, so they have chances to interact. They have some teachers that teach them at that time. They have some, uh, sports activities. They eat together for that day. And, uh, I'm just looking for a a contact here. I don't see a phone number. I thought, thought I saw a phone number. Anyway, great facilities, outdoor and indoor. Uh, it's all, it's all happening. So, uh, anyway, uh, you could call it glad tidings and they could hook you up with, uh, well, let's see, here's registration right here. What's registration? Oh, that's different. Okay. I'm just going to leave it at that. You can call five, three, zero, six, seven, one, 31, 60, which is the number the Church of Glad Tidings. Uh, oh, they're asking for an email. For further questions, email us at Arrow Education. Just the word, two words all together. No punctuation. Arrow Education at ProtonMail.com. Arrow Education. So that's where you work together with other parents. And I think if I was homeschooling, I would definitely hook, hook up with something like this because... They're going to tell you what the best math curriculum, history curriculum, uh, social sociology, whatever whatever curriculums are, rural literature, whatever, and they're going to tell you where the cool curriculums are and where their kids thrived and the, the clips on YouTube and all the stuff. I just think it's a great leap. I I, I always like to do things, uh, leap ahead with the experience of others rather than have to experience everything my own self. 
What do you think about that? That's what I think. So, uh, all righty then. Let's see. Oh, I'm over on the wrong page. Let me get to the right page. Okay. This is great. Uh, oh, I want to see. I think there's something. There's just so much crazy stuff going on. Let's see, I got seven minutes. That's quite a good little chunk of time to tell a story here. Um, you know, a lot of people, I, I'm going to tell this. I don't know why I did this. Nine. Oh, wait a minute. I'm on the wrong, still on the wrong page. Sorry, folks. I'm here now. I'm at the right spot now. Okay. So I'm really, I, you know, I went out and I was coming out of Sam's Club or something. And I gave some money to a Boy Scout. I like Boy Scouts. But they're full of perverts now. And uh, But I saw him there with his dad, and I thought, oh, what a good deal. Dad and kid, they were both, He, I could tell the dad was dressed up as a scout and gave him some money. We used to run a scout a chapter, a troop, they call it troop, and a girl scout group at Church of Glad Tidings. It was very successful about 20 years ago. We had some Eagle Scouts develop out of our uh male group the boy scouts and uh sadly uh the perverts and liberals have ruined things like the ymca young men's christian association they've ruined the scouting this guy says i stopped buying girl scout cookies several years ago when they began their trip to wokeville by supporting abortion Planned Parenthood-style sexual education and other LGBTQ agendas. I felt the same way when a few years back the Salvation Army called on, Christmas, called on Christians to lament, repent, and apologize for racism. Now I walk unapologetically past all of these card tables loaded with the Thin Mints, and I'm guilt-free during the holidays as I breeze past the bell-ringing liberals. Besides, only a fraction of the money stuffed into those kettles actually goes towards helping anyone anyway. A few months ago, I wrote a column, the guy says, on the moral decay of the Girl Scouts. That column was triggered when the Girl Scouts of Northern California, gsnorcal.org, sent out their camp culture code, and many parents were shocked by it. The code is broken up into six sections with either subgroups of instructions or question-and-answer segments for clarification. Uh, I'm only going to include Section 5, Racial and Ethnic Diversity, which I found to be the most offensive. So how do they practice anti-racism? Anyway, it goes on and talks all about it says there's a section, discover myself in a racist and unjust world. He said, at GS NorCal, we are part of a movement to build equity, inclusion, diversity, and belonging. We work to end all forms of oppression. As a leader, that means I discover myself in a racist and unjust world. So these are some I understand statements. I understand our world was built on structural racism. That's totally ridiculous. 
I recognize that there are intersections between racism and all forms of oppression. Ridiculous. I acknowledge that white people benefit from unearned privileges based on skin color. That is ridiculous. I honor the legacy of freedom fighters who came before me, who like Harvey Milk. I learned key terms to empower myself as a student of social justice. That's this is communism, people, students of social justice. Now, if you are white, they are teaching your kid, he says, to feel guilt, grief and shame and that your heritage is corrupt. That's what your Girl Scouts are getting taught. The Girl Scout LGBTQU Pride Month celebration fun patch. How about your kid? Are you proud when your kid gets a patch for the LGBTQ Pride Month? It's designed for Girl Scouts of all levels and their leaders to honor LGBTQ plus history. What, screwing people in the butt? That's it? Having, having female sex? Celebrate their diverse identities and cultures. A lot of these, a lot of these pedophiles are, a lot of these uh, uh, gay people are let, uh, pedophiles. They're criminals. These drag queens and stuff. We're going to celebrate the diverse culture of LGBTQ and identities of these types of people. I'm just skipping the alphabet and acknowledge the many contributions that the LGBTQ plus community has made and continue to make across the nation. Total baloney. Girls and leaders have plenty of activities to choose from. So in order to earn a patch, this is to get your uh, sodomite patch. Sketch a portrait of a member of the LGBTQ plus community who you admire. Make an LGBTQ plus music playlist. Create art that celebrates how families come in all kinds. Oh, great. Participate in the No Name Calling Week, which is sponsored by gay, lesbian, and straight. These guys, look at all the names. Gay, lesbian, straight, education. Gleason. Attend an LGBTQ pride celebration. Oh, that'll be good. Your babe goes down there, and the guys are walking around with their dong slopping around. I'm telling you, people, and you're you're just going to support them. You're going to buy all the mints because some sweet little girl is going to walk up instead of having the courage and the balls to tell them you're not going to support moral corruption. One million moms also pointed out that approximately 15% of the money from cookie sales goes to the local troop. 15% of all those cookies. The remainder is taken by the National Girl Scouts of the USA organization. We've got a bunch of lesbos running this thing. Scouting for both girls and boys no longer represents strong moral values. The left, the left has destroyed youth with uh, young women, young men's Christian association, young women's Christian, totally gone. Salvation Army, in my view, gone. Scouts, gone. There's lots of options to do other than that. We're running out of time, so thank you for listening. And uh, we will catch you next week, Lord willing. I see trees of green, red roses too. I see them bloom for me and you. And I think to myself.
Dark sacred night, and I think to myself. 